0: Hey friends, this is Pastor Jeremy Bass. The Gospel of Matthew in chapter 10 verses 7-8 through says this, Jesus is saying, As you go, proclaim this message. The kingdom of heaven is near, heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons, freely you have received, freely give. Through the power of the Holy Spirit, we can be healed from physical, emotional, and spiritual trauma. In response to this truth, our church takes a monthly intentional Sunday night to ask the Lord to heal us, our community, and our church. We begin in worship, listen to a teaching on healing, and then have an open altar time for intentional prayer. Healing ministry tends to have a reputation of ecstatic shouting, but God's desire to heal us simply comes from His deep love and compassion for us that love is often so much more gentle than we realize. This is one of our teachings from our healing and prayer night, so let's explore this topic together.
1: If you heard me preach this morning, you would know that this is not how I sounded this morning. I went home, took a nap, and I woke up sounding like this. We will, we will survive. We will get through. Uh, so let's pray together. Lord, I pray that uh, the weakness of your vessel just might make your glory shine all, all the more through. Lord, come, Holy Spirit. Lord, we invite your presence here. Come, Holy Spirit, blow in this place like you did at Pentecost, like you did through your early church. Come and awaken us today. Amen. Amen. Uh, This time, if you've never been to a healing and prayer night before, is a short lesson on uh, healing, emphasis on the word short, I try to keep it about 10 minutes, uh, where we look at a different miracle of Jesus and what we can learn about Jesus' heart for healing and the way that Jesus healed and just kind of looking at the different aspects of healing through Jesus' ministry. Um, As I was praying about this week and praying about this service, the Lord brought to mind uh, John 9, 1 through through 12, which is going to be our passage for tonight. If you want to open up your Bibles, if not, it'll be up on the screen. Um, The Lord also told me, uh, do not prepare an outline for the the night, which is one of my least favorite things that he asked me to do. But in my experience, it works out better when you say yes to the Lord rather than saying no. So we're going to be reading John 9 together. John 9, starting in verse 1. As he went along, he saw a man blind from birth. His disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned, this man or his parents, that he was born blind? Neither this man nor his parents sinned, said Jesus. But this happened, so that the works of God might be displayed in him. As long as it is day, we must do the works of him who sent me. Night is coming when no one can work. While I am in the world, I am the light of the world. After saying this, he spit on the ground and made some mud with the saliva and put it on the man's eyes. Go wash in the pool of Siloam. The word means scent. So the man went and washed and he came home seeing his neighbors and those who had merely who had formerly seen him begging asked him, "Isn't this the same man who used to sit and beg?" Some claimed that he was and others said, "No, no, it's not him. He only looks like him." But he himself insisted, "I am that man." How then were your eyes opened? They asked. He replied, The man they called Jesus made some mud and put it on my eyes. He told me to go to Siloam and wash, so I went and washed, and then I could see. Where is this man? They asked. I don't know, he said. The passage then goes on, the man gets taken by the Pharisees and they interrogate him. But as I was just kind of thinking and reflecting about this passage, And just sort of what it means for healing for us. What does it mean that Jesus wants to speak into it? I think one thing that stands out to me as I read over this passage was just kind of the unexpectedness of this passage. You see, Jesus and his disciples are just walking along, and they see a man who was born blind. Uh, Being born blind was uh, an incurable type of blindness. His disciple asked him, uh, Jesus, what did this man do? It's almost like they're, they're trying to seek blame, trying to find reason, trying to wrap their human minds around the point of human suffering in the world. Why is this man suffering? There must be some reason that he's suffering. There must be some underlying cause that we don't see Jesus, that he must have done something wrong for him to be suffering the way that he is. And Jesus rejects that notion. He says, it wasn't his parents or his it wasn't him or his parents, but it was so that the glory of God could shine through him, so that God could heal him. I had a professor, or my healing professor in undergrad, he was asking the Lord once, Lord, why, why do you desire to heal things? Why don't you prevent things from happening? And he said he felt like the Lord said to him, I take so much more delight in restoring broken things and bringing wholeness where there was brokenness. That God's heart is to bring wholeness where there was brokenness. And what's funny about this passage is it's, it's one of the weirdest healing miracles in Scripture. Uh, I thought it was funny that when the blind man tells the story, he doesn't know anything about the spit. You can just kind of imagine. I mean, he can't see Jesus spitting on the ground. He just suddenly feels mud on his eyes. It's an objectively weird way for Jesus to heal someone, Right? I mean, think of all the other miracles that Jesus does. he'll, He'll pray for someone. He'll put his hands on them. Someone will reach out and touch the cloak of his garment. That there's so many different ways that God wants to heal people. And sometimes they come in unexpected ways, like spitting on the ground and making mud on it, and then rubbing mud on our eyes. I think we think that healing has to look a certain way, and if it doesn't come in a certain way that it's almost like if we are, we're only looking for Jesus to have this big supernatural um, hand on us moment and then suddenly we're healed. But what if our healing comes in the form of being rubbed in our eyes with spit mud? What if that's the way that God wants to heal us? What if God wants to heal us in ways that we never thought possible? What if God wants to heal our sicknesses that we never thought could ever be healed? What's interesting in this passage, too, is that this man never, he never asked for healing. Jesus just does it anyways. That Jesus' great love for this man, he just reaches out and heals him so that God's glory might shine through so that way his love might shine through for him. You know, and as I was thinking about this, Uh, This is something I felt the Lord tell me this morning. So this was just a random day. I think oftentimes we put this big fanfare, like in a moment of healing, like we're going to have a big kind of laying on of hands and then I'll go to the doctor and the doctor will be like, oh, your cancer's gone or whatever it is that you need healing for. And you have this like big, like mighty mountaintop moment. And you're looking and you're waiting for kind of that special day. But what if God is saying, what if it's just an ordinary day that suddenly becomes extraordinary because the divine has decided to break through? Like, why not today? On a random Sunday in November, can God decide to do a miracle? Why not today? Why can't God take today and come and move in our midst? But you're laughing okay, that's all right. You know this morning I woke up at 4 a.m at a very sore throat, very, very sore throat where um, could barely speak, I can barely speak now, but it was even more worse this morning. Um, and I remember I woke up at four and I was like, this is not a good sign, God. I have to preach three times today. Um, and I, I prayed, I said, Lord. Can you heal my voice, heal my throat, so that way I can get through today? And then I went back to sleep, and about an hour and a half later, I woke up with my alarm. And my sore throat was gone. My sore throat was completely healed. And so I sound like this, and I talk like this, but my throat doesn't hurt at all. Which is very surprising. That the Lord, through a random prayer, a half-awakened prayer at 4 a.m., on a random Sunday in February, just decided to heal my throat. I've prayed for healing when I get sick before in my life. The Lord's never answered me, or the Lord's never said yes. But for some reason today, when I prayed in kind of a half stupor, probably I would say half faith-like prayer, like a Hail Mary prayer. Like, Lord, I need something to happen. But that was the prayer that the Lord answered. So sometimes it's just random days like this blind beggar experiences become supernatural, that become extraordinary. That the day itself is not extraordinary in and of itself, but it's because of Jesus coming and moving in our midst. Jesus coming and deciding to heal us. Jesus coming and deciding to rub mud into our eyes. So friends, I believe tonight that God wants to do something with this day. Like God wants to turn an ordinary February. It's February, right? Yeah. Okay. An ordinary day. And just come and do something in our midst. I love my wife very much. On that note, we're going to go to open altar time. Um, So if you've never done this before, we'll have three, two, two prayer teams. Two, two prayer teams. And we're going to have a floater as well. Um, Emily, where are they going to be stationed? In the back. So I'd encourage you all to go. Uh, if you came here for something, or if you have no idea why you're here, that's fine. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to stay up here, and I'm going to be listening for the Lord, just seeing what He wants to say. Um, a few words that we got beforehand, and what, what words of knowledge are basically, it's just like the Lord giving us insight into what He wants to do in people's lives tonight. So a word that I heard was, the Lord wants to awaken hearts tonight. The Lord wants to bring hope into someone's life tonight. Uh, that there's someone here who is carrying a lot of fear with them, but they feel like they can't bring that fear to church with them. That uh, Jesus wants to say that you can bring your fear to him as well. And then also, right before the service, I felt the Lord say uh, that he wants to give giftings to people tonight. He wants to gift Uh, some people tonight so the altar is open prayer teams are here would you come come and see that the Lord is good let me pray for us real quick so Lord come Holy Spirit come and move in our midst come and rub mud in our eyes come and do a new thing among us for Lord you are good you are gracious you are merciful and we love you Jesus in your son's name we pray
0: If Jesus stirred your heart through this word, I would encourage you to reach out to myself or our church. Part of the outpouring of this ministry is individual prayer appointments, where we really dig into the situations you're struggling with. We do this with you and a small prayer team. Receive this blessing, friends. Go forward knowing that God loves you and His desire to heal you is born out of His deep love and compassion for you.